This week's episode of Dice Paper Roll is brought to you by our very generous and wonderful patrons. Those of noble, royal, and demigod status are Ryan Lewis, Terry Huddy, Mika Wallace, Lloyd the Wolfman Wagstaff, Excelsior, and Robbie Anderson. Thank you, you bloody legends. Now, enjoy the show. Previously on Dice Paper Roll. As Matt flew away, a shot rang out. Snatch took him down before he could rout. Into the river, the little devil did dunk, and his evil thoughts became a simple thunk. The party, now comfortable, bid him lead the way. Down through a shortcut, avoiding any fray. Through the blood forest and over maggot pit, led by this devil, the tight five did flit. To meet with a stranger who would make them see a new shorter way, the helpful Ms. T. Thandor asked Tempest for help with a snack. But Tempest was hung and unusually slack. The cleric was pissed. He had had enough, and to his god was unusually gruff. But then, before them, this new helpful friend, the great dragon queen, they tried not to offend. With much scraping and bowing, She did let them flee. The price, you ask? Oh, just a little piece of... me. You are tuned in to Dice Paper Roll. That's right. Dice Paper Roll. Book two, chapter 20! 20! Yeah, yeah, yeah. We rolled our dice and it landed on 20 and that's the episode you're at. Well done to you for being here with us today. And we are here today as ever thanks to... From the depths of hell, from the Patreon list, there is Alex Boak, Blade Douglas, Daniel King, Daniel B. Danny Carroll, Irene Cucci, Jasper Parker, Casper Morris, Leaf Burner, Lewis Potter, Liam Stunner, Matthew Undeadbein, Mika Wallace, Robbie Anderson, Ryan Lewis, Sammy Duncan, Terry Keller, Trent Denham, and that despicable fiend, Trevor Goodchild. I'm thinking we should change DPR to stand for Dragon Pirate Radio or something like that. Let's <laughs> yeah. just go out for a bit of a fiendish devilish I, kind I of, uh, keeping nice. with the tone of the episodes. The Thank you. I'm really glad that your FPOS facilities still work down in hell. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for selling your soul to uh, the members of Dice Paper Roll. There is a subclause in the uh, sign-up agreement. But, right uh, under spicy salami. Yeah. <laughs> it says if you sign up, you will be guaranteed heaps of... 
awesome bonus content. I'm not surprised that credit cards work in hell. That's the first place they fucking work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. There's there's all kinds of like we accept um, diners. Yeah, sign <laughs> up and get twenty thousand dollars, no questions asked. Repay it at one thousand percent. Yes, that's, that's kind of avert for hell. I like it. Yeah, wearing their terms on their sleeves because they probably legislated that way. Mm. It's good. The Bacon yeah. Royal Commission has been far-reaching. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Commissioner Hayne. Yeah, well. My name is Emil. I play Brachai, the Goliath Barbarian, who is currently disguised as a fire elemental, but normally he is a seven-foot-tall, big hunk of rock, sexy Goliath man holding a great sword and a stripe of lichen hair, lichen hair, green lichen goes down his back. I'm Jack, and I play Riki Song, a tiefling bard, and I am confused now. Um, <laughs> you shocked yourself with the energy you came into that intro with. Yeah, yeah, I did. Fuck. All right, better... Uh, on that note... On to Ben. <laughs> My name's Ben. I play Snatch, the Alfling Rogue and Fighter slash Gunslinger. Pew, 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 pew. Currently disguised as an impish version of himself. What's that impish version named? Uh, Smallsy Butt Plugger. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, butt Plug. Is it he's used as a butt plugger? Is he does the butt plugging? Does he, he is a butt plugger. Right. Maybe that's a good butt plugger, like, because you're small. Or maybe he's an advocate for butts. He's like, I'm yeah. going to go out there and tell the virtue of butts. I'm a butt plugger. Or if you don't have a, a butt, everybody should have a butt. Right. Is he just a plugger for your butt or a thong? Yeah. <laughs> or maybe he's like Tony Plugger Lockett and he kicks a bunch of butt. Yeah. Subscribe to Patreon and find out. <laughs> Uh, my name's Greg. I play Alan, Aaron, Aeon, an ASMR sorcerer of Helm. I'm uh, currently in the form of a smoke and darkness uh, devil, a swirling mass in a humanoid form. I'm Dan. I play Thandor, the human fighter and cleric of Tempest, who is currently looking like a chain devil wrapped entirely in chains that have these massive hooks that hang at the ends of it. But I am the dungeon master for today's game and for the next few and the previous few and then forever. Yes, hashtag yes. 20 level. It's official canon. It's on the record. It's on the record. No, it's not. Daddy's got this great idea for the third arc, which is mm-hmm. gonna, the third book. It's just going to really just blow your minds. I think we're all really excited. Tweet us with the hashtag, hashtag 20 levels. Dan yeah. for hashtag 20 levels. If he yeah. gets up to 50 tweets, he'll do it, the whole thing. Actually, yeah, we should do a competition. That's, uh, that's oh, okay. <laughs> that And Ben will get a rainbow stripe painted down his face. <laughs> <laughs> that will happen. Still two nights at Adelaide Fringe Lab. We can still go get your face painted. We still have to go back to the Fringe Hub. Um, All right, let's get stuck into this. So you leave the lair of Tiamat. You are walking... Sorry? Sorry. Oh, that's right. My fucking bunghole is like five cent, 50 cent right now. (laughs) What? It's like a five cent, then a 50 cent, then a five cent, then a 50 cent. Great. <laughs> well, with that image uh, firmly that is... placed in our mind, um, 
You continued. You continued down the dark. You continue. Sorry. Sorry, I don't want to think about your quivering butthole anymore. Sorry. Anyway, go on. You continued down the dark corridor. I'm really not helping this situation, am I? The chasm (laughs) stretches out before you. Uh, But as you walk through uh, the cave system, the cave begins to grow smaller and smaller to the point where you have to begin crawling on your hands and knees to continue along the path. Oh, it's a bit tight in here, isn't it? Tight as a freaky train. (laughs) 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 Also made that one up. Um, Not sure if it's going to stick. No, try it again sometime. Let's see if it sticks. Yeah, it might come back later Mm. as a callback. Probably not. It's the best way to make a bad joke work. Is <laughs> just keep bringing it back. That's yeah. what I find. It's very, very cramped in here. Even for me, you guys must be real uncomfortable. Yeah, it's a bit tighter here. Would you? Do you want to go first, Snatch? I suppose I should maybe just check for traps and shit. Yeah, sure. You can roll an investigation check for me. Thirteen on the dice. That would be fourteen. So you continue on I down. Have one in investigation. Fucking good on your rogue. So, <laughs> Fourteen. Uh, you continue on crawling on your hands and knees. Snatch, you're leading the party, um, and beneath your hands, you can only feel rock. Can we it, see? Can we see? We can't see anything, can we? It's pitch black right. in this in this tunnel, um, and you continue on, and then at the sides, in the peripheral vision. You see flashes of light. What colour? Um, a multitude of different colours. There is flashes of blue and purple, um, red and green, but you can't focus on it. It's not like it's actual light that you can see. It is just that it is in the peripheral. It gives you an uneasy feeling as you continue on down and snatch you leading the way you then find yourself in a room. A room that you recognize. It's your childhood home. And you are looking at yourself in a mirror. You can see your reflection. I give myself a wink. Your wrinkled face winks back at you. A wrinkled face. You're an old man. And you look around and you see the memories of the people that you knew. The people that you left. People that you kept at arm's distance. And you look at yourself, knowing that you never even told them your real name. Oh, I really do feel a bit bad about that, that... No one ever really knew my real name was Poppin' Crumple Snatch. (laughs) 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 Fuck, I've been wanting that 
this entire show. I never thought it was ever going to come out. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm making it come out, buddy. Is that legit? Yeah. What? That's why I'm called Snatch. You're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. Get out of my voice, head. I mean... <laughs> you're an old man who can't remember the difference between different words. Old man, old man, old man. Your name sounds like a dance move. Why did you lie to us? Signature moves are stupid. Why have you forsaken me? Apples aren't that good. I know. I know they're not that good. Shut up, shut up. Crumble, crumble, snatch. Crumple, get it right at least. If you're going to be a voice in my head, it's crumple, not fucking crumble. What kind of dumb name is crumble, snatch? Bread clogs you up and apples make you shit. <laughs> yes, I know, but I still make the same mistake in my old age. It's a constant war in your gut. You walk through your childish home. You uh, have riches laid out around you. You have transformed what was your childhood home. Um, there is ornate mirrors and candelabras and you are a wealthy man throughout the course of your travels you have earned all this wealth and yet you have no one to share it with you could have shared it with us but you left us behind you never took us into your heart and that's what hurts the most that and the dagger you put in my eye later on in the future yeah, that, that accident when I was practicing my signature move, really, that is a regret of mine. Um, <clears throat> Why didn't you trust us, Snatch? You chose wealth over friendship. You're a creepy little child. Yep, I think those, that, no, there you go, those uh, small child jokes just reaffirmed why I fucked you cunts <laughs> up in the first place. <laughs> those ornate candelabras are garish and tacky. Your taste is like that of what's the guy's Weird name? Weird tobacco. Yeah, all of your gold doubloons are actually chocolate coins. Yum. <laughs> uh, I uh, snatch reminisces about the voices of his companions in his head, and and he feels both justified in his actions, but also regret and that part that's regretful makes him feel fearful that he he might die alone you think back as well to your brother Liar. your brother who was locked in a cell tower you said you'd save me desert he was framed for the crime that you committed well it was an accidental crime i took the rap for you and he was hung from the gallows for the crime that you committed. I died for you. I'm, I'm sorry, Boppin. I'll never forgive you, Snatch. How could you let me, me son die like that? I didn't raise you to be that person. Dad, it wasn't... I haven't... I didn't mean to. I was always going to go back. You never did, though, did you? I had my whole life ahead of me. How do you look at yourself in the mirror? I just stand in front of it, really, and then I just make, I wink at myself, usually. I know. It's bad. You're a failure. And glib to boot. You failed me. 
I didn't. I failed myself. Well, that part was assumed. But also us. Yeah, but this is me realising it now in the moment, which is important for character development in this strange thing that doesn't really feel like I'm actually an old man. But oh, well, I guess the Crumplesnatch family have served their narrative purpose. Time oh, to well, go, we'll gang. Fuck yeah. off, yeah, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> we'll just go for some fish and chips, shall we, Snatch? No, it's all the Snatch show, as always. Always thinking of yourself. Because you're a liar. And a cunt. All right, Tempest. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, these thoughts run through your head, Snatch. You feel the guilt, the failure, the sadness that you're alone, that you journeyed with these companions, and yet they never really knew who you were. Can I tell that like this is this is real? This feels real. This feels very real. And do I have a full lifetime of memories? Yeah, sure. Wait, why do you smile when you say that? Because I'm just like, fuck. Now I've got to come up with a whole lifetime <laughs> oh, of memories no, no, for no. you. No, I'm just wondering if, as if my experience as Snatch, as an old halfling, that that whole later part of his life is filled in for him. Do you know what I mean? Or is yeah. there a, a gap? I'm just trying to... I guess I'm yeah, trying to... Yeah, I guess, I guess, well, yeah, there, there is a certain amount of it that is gaps, but there is, like, moments of um, you uh, with the tight five successfully in your quest. There is moments of you failing in your quest. There is moments of you finding love and losing love. But there are disjointed they are fragments of memories as you would find in old age that your memories have they're there but you can't draw on the close detail okay of it. and then these are the ones that are, are most bubbling to the surface yes all right uh snatch in the midst of his childhood home looks around and he he looks at all these um ornaments and things that have been collected and, and thinking of his brother and his family, he starts to fear the black hole that is opening up in his heart. And he, he falls back onto an armchair and leans forward and hugs his knees and just starts to whimper softly. <laughs> I didn't mean any of it to be like this. Arikis, you find yourself trapped in a prison, much like a D8, a cubed room tilted on its side so that the corners are at the bottom of you and above and to your left and right. You're trapped in this prison within your own mind. I, I, got, I got out of here. Why, why am I here again? Because I have taken power, Arikis. Because you are weak. You never stood a chance against me. You always try to go against your devilish ways. But devil blood runs through you hot. It 
bubbles beneath the surface. I'm not governed by you. I... I beg to differ. And then your mind flashes to a jungle world and the face of a were-tiger in front of you. Not here. And you... That wasn't me. Cutting the throat of Mika. I had to. To protect them. No, you didn't. You could have let us live. I'm sorry. Are you? Yes. I... I can't take it back. There's the memory of not only Mika, but the rest of the village that you slaughtered at your own hand. Before your eyes flash women and children, warriors and the elderly, all slain at your hand. I'm sorry that it happened this way. But you enjoyed it, didn't you? No. You took pleasure. You enjoyed it. You took pleasure in you the did. blood. That wasn't me. You find yourself going from planet to planet, slaughtering multitudes of people, corrupting the innocent. You find yourself on an ice world with a yeti man. King. King Yeti. Classic Yeti. Classic Yeti. <laughs> Classic Yeti. Um, and subjugating them to your will, bending them to your will with the power that you possess. I... You're evil, Ariki. That was certainly evil. You. But it wasn't me. You watched it happen. You're weak. You let them die. You couldn't take control. It wasn't me. I am you. And you are me. They were your hands. I didn't do it. Yeah, but you didn't stop it. I couldn't. He made me. You didn't try. I wanted to. And I wanted eggs for breakfast, but I didn't get them. <laughs> you got French toast. That was pretty good. Yes. Close enough. I wanted eggs. <laughs> Not eggy bread. <laughs> I would have given you eggs, but I couldn't. Not this time. And, um, Ariki's tries to draw herself back into the prison. Hide away from it? Yeah. You retreat back into your own mind. That's right. Turn tail. Walk away. Run like you ran from your responsibilities Leave to us save again. those people. It's the only way I can keep them safe. Not much of a fighter anyway. Not much of a bard. Not much of a beat poet. Not much of a friend, 
much of a person. That's because I'm a tiefling. You're a devil. <laughs> okay. No, sorry, this is yeah, a bit. This is an, in, this is an intense episode, right? <sighs> Danny, destroyer of hearts. <laughs> I know. You're right, Jackie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, good. Was that was beautiful, fun, man. Yeah. It was really beautiful. You, yeah, yeah. This is difficult, but this is what it's meant to be. Yeah, I wanted to draw out. It's beautiful. One does not simply walk into hell, no, mm. and not have to confront the actions that we take. Aelin, you see in front of you the members of the Type 5. Your friends. They're happy. <laughs> My friends. And you also see your mother. <gasps> Mummy. Aelin, ha ha. Hey, Eleanor, mummy, it's been so long. It has. Ha ha. Ha ha. It's so good to see you again, my darling boy. Ha ha. I need a hug, mummy. It's been so hard. I know, darling. But you have your friends. And at this moment, you have a choice. There is a destructive force. It's not even tangible, but you feel deep in your stomach, in your gut instinct, that they are all going to die. No. No. I... You have a choice to make. You can only save your friends, the ones that you swore to protect. Or you can save your mother, the woman who taught you everything, raised you. Mum, Helm has set before me a path and laid me the most difficult of choice. I must fulfill my destiny. I must protect my friends. Elan, help us. Save us, Elan. You must save me, my darling. No, mum. You would betray your own mother. It is Helm's wish. There is no ha-ha to this. (laughs) (laughs) I must let you go, mother. No. You must save me. Help. My darling boy, you must save me. Helm requires it of me. The ultimate sacrifice. I love you, mum. And with that, you see your mother disintegrate in front of you. Turn to ash. Her body crumbles down to nothing. Why didn't you save your mum? I couldn't. Save Over and over, 
you have the same problem occur. From the ashes rises your mother, and once again you have a choice to make. Not again! I can't save do us, Aelan! Save us! I can't do it again! You know what to do, Aelan. Don't kill me. The fate of the world rests on your shoulders. You would kill your mother. All the people in the world. Why, Helm? Why are you leaving me here? It's not Helm. This is your choice, son. I choose the many. And with that, you watch your mother die. Over and over and over and over again. Thandor awakens, and before him is the Tide Five, and the fear that lays within Thandor comes true. That he had always saw himself as a leader, but that he was never good enough. Wait, you... You actually thought that you'd be able to lead this party? (laughs) 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 I mean... Oh, a multi-glass. The one who always trips over and fucks it up, hasn't hit anything with a spell in about two years. Stabs himself in the foot. Oh, Honestly. Fandor. <laughs> leader of men and halflings yeah, old all races. Fandor Neckbeard's going to be the leader of this party. <laughs> <laughs> You're so charismatic. Oh, I'd follow you anywhere, Thandor. Tempest doesn't even follow you. Doesn't even answer your phone calls. You smell vaguely of mushrooms. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Uh, he means shit. We only hang out with you because we feel sorry for you. Makes the rest of us look good by comparison. Your ineptitude makes us look like fucking legends and you like a massive loser. No, I, 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 thought, I thought you all cared about me. I thought that you, you trusted me that Mate, you're I basically was your the, friend. You're the mascot. You make us look good. You're such a shit cleric, you didn't even see your progeny blossoming into a warrior of tempest. No, you don't let Bex bring, die. Don't t- say that I let Bex die. That's not true. You He's let alive. Bex, die. Bex was humoring you anyway. Bex didn't even care about you. No. Remember the way he killed those rats? That was your fault. He thought the rats were you. That's right. Because you're nothing but a piece of vermin. That's not true. I'm I'm a warrior. Why I'm... do you think that the glaives of Tempest didn't take you with them the first time? You're useless. You're a yellow a drain on any party. No, I I have powers and you're my friends. You're a coward. I am a coward. You're nothing. You're weak. We don't even remember you. The tight four and that other guy with the pointy stick. You're right. I'm nothing. And without tempers, I'm even less. Shouldn't have told him to fuck off then, should you, mate? You're a piece of shit on my boot. You're right. 
Brackeye. Your eyes flutter open. Your elongated, clawed hands at the ready. The, the hackles on your back raised in anger, in rage. There are meat bags in front of you. Delicious meat bags. You see the fear in them. You smell the fear as their eyes go wide with terror that their friend could possibly turn on them. No, no. Back on. No. It's us. It's, it's us. us. <laughs> no. And you make your attack. Who are you attacking first? I'm going to roll a dice for that. Yep. Because it's not Brackeye in control. It's the, it's the wolf. Um, one, two, three, four. One for Alan, two for Thandor, three for Snatch, and four for Ariki Song. Two. Ah, Thandor. Thandor. The DM. <laughs> it's just <appropriate>. DM. <laughs> Ooh, it's all right. Glad I didn't make that choice on my own. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Brackeye springs into action lunging headfirst at Thandor, attempting to make a, a bite attack on his throat. And I suppose I'll make, I'll make all three attacks on Thandor. Oh, that's a good roll. That is a 24 on his first attack. That hits. It's the bite attack. And then, oh, it's a bit lower this time. It's only a uh, 14. That does not hit. And then the third attack, his right claw. It is a 18 to hit. That doesn't hit. So one hit. Four plus 17 is 21. You leap at Thandor and your two claw attacks scratch against his mithril plate armor, digging deep gouges into the metal breastplate of it. And then you sink your teeth into his fleshy neck and tear out his jugular. The blood dripping down your maw as Thandor's eyes go wide and Thandor! Brakai, no. Stop! Uh, Thandor's dead, so um, now it is uh, initiative. <laughs> 13 for Brakai. 16 for Arikis. 20 for Alan. 23 for Snatch. Awesome. Uh, Thandor is uh, bleeding out the blood pouring out of his open neck um, as it pours down his mithril plate armor covering the symbol of Tempest. Snatch, it's your go. Tears streaming down Snatch's face. He locks eyes with the beast that is Brackeye in werewolf form. And as he cocks his pistol and points it towards him. He says, I always knew you were a fucking monster! And with a dead eye shot, shoots a bullet straight in his direction. Because I have advantage, so that was an eight. Oh, and an eight again. Uh, 18 to hit. That hits? That hits. Alright, that means it's 5d6 sneak attack. 18, 24... 26 points of damage. 
I don't know if that, any of that gets halved. Um, halved because of rage. Uh, so, Snatch, you pull out your pistol and you fire the shot. Tears in your eyes, but then you're able to blink the tears away and sharpen up your shot as the bullet slams into Brackeye's uh, Omni and he turns to you. And as he does, I go, oh shit, and use an action surge and fire again. <laughs> okay, yeah, true. Uh, that's a 17 hit. It is? Alright, there's no sneak attack on that one. Four points of damage! Yeah, take that, you fuck! Four points, half to two. Uh, and the second shot in Snatcher's fear, he lowers his aim, the bullet slams into the ground, and a piece of the ground ricochets off and then cuts deep along your um, leg, and it just enrages you more, Brackeye. I was trying to do that. Alan, it's your turn. Aelin runs forward and uh, slides in next to Thandor, covering Thandor with his body, ready to try to revive him. As he does, he provokes an attack of opportunity from Brackeye. Brackeye, you have an attack of opportunity. As Aelin desperately tries to protect his companion. No! For anyone rolling any future hits on Brackeye, you've got advantage. Oh, sorry, yeah. Melee hits. Melee hits. Aelin! Brackeye, why? 21. We're your friends. 21 hits. That is 29 points of damage. As Aelan slides in towards Thandor to protect him, you lift up your foot and then you stomp down on Aelan's chest, pinning him to the ground. His rib cage buckles underneath the weight and pressure of your foot as ribs crack. I, please. My friend. Uh, Arikis, it's your turn. How could you do this? You've always been a monster. You're not even one of us. You're a fiend and not worth anything. You do this to us, your friends. And she casts vicious mockery on Brackeye. Great, you uh, start strumming chords from your electric axe lute, um, and the words you you strum the chords, but it's not the chords that hurt. It's the words that you say to him that start to mess with his psychological faculties so you have to roll a wisdom saving throw DC is 18 oh damn that's high nope four <laughs> in this world do I have higher level spells I, I have all my spells available yeah okay I cast that at a fifth level and it's 2d4 so you can't actually cast it at a higher level because there's a cantrip. So what it is is when you uh, reach 5th level, it's automatically 2d4. And you are 12th level now, so it's actually 3d4 because it goes up to okay. 3 at 11th right. level. I, I beg your pardon, sorry. No, nah, you're good. Uh, 4. 4. 2. 2. So 8 points of... Uh, psychological damage. So Ariki's words start to 
fuck with your head, Brackeye, and it enrages you even more. At your foot is the weak form of Alan. Deep within Brackeye, although his outside and which is out of his control is raging and, and in wolf form, there's part of him inside that heard Ariki's song and he wants to try and resurface and take control of the beast. Great. Roll a wisdom save. And if not, he's totally going to kill her then. It's fine. Yep. Roll a wisdom save for me. <sighs> Four. You start to batter against the animal instinct. You start to try and regain your human compassion, but the base feral instinct that has overtaken you, the rage, the frenzy, the bloodlust, is too much, and you strike at Aelin. Please, Brackeye, we're your friends. What are you doing? We love you. Stop. We're your herd. That's a hit. First attack. 20 again. Second attack. Two hits. Did that constitution check count as an action? In which case I only get two attacks rather than that. (laughs) Just checking. And that is a 10. Nope. Two out of three. 11 plus 17 is at 28. 28. That is another 24. 52 points of damage. As Alan tries to protect Thandor, your foot presses down even harder into his chest. You hear his ribs snap completely. His breath becomes short as his own ribs puncture his lungs. With one claw, you reach down and grab him by the face. And then you pull against your own leg as you tear his head from his body. And then you piff the head at Snatch. <laughs> 20! <laughs> ah, yes. Funnily enough, as it flies through the air, the, the jaw flaps and, it, and the wind passes through its throat and it goes, ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> it, it also and makes it, the look of a smile. Yeah, yeah a bit of light glints off the teeth. Yeah. Yep. Off the grill. Um, Roll damage for Alan's yeah, head. Head yeah. damage. Uh, so it's an improvised weapon, so I'll just say that it's... I'm going to just tell you it's a D6, yeah. Now that's using your head, Alan. Three plus whatever. It's a critical, so you roll it twice. Okay. Do I plus anything? Any addition? Um, strength. Uh, strength. Strength, yeah. Okay, that's eight then. And uh, it's five, it was a five, so five plus five is another ten. So 18 points of head damage. Um, Alan's head slams into you, Snatch, and it doesn't actually hurt that much, but the horror of seeing your friend's face now in your own hands terrifies you. Your mind starts to break. The psychological damage of this is too much. And screaming in anguish, Snatch just runs straight at 
the monster that is Brackeye and tries to slash uselessly at him with his dagger. That's not too useless. 24 to hit. You can roll again as well. You have advantage because he's reckless attacking. Still 24 to hit. That hits. That hits. That is seven points of damage. Halved to... Three. Four? Three. Three? Yeah, it's still useless. I'm right in there. Ah, fuck you, Brackey! Yeah, Snatch tries to uh, slash at you. His dagger just cuts a deep cut across your, your chest, but you don't even notice it as the blood drips with, it, with your saliva mixed in. It just hangs loosely from your maw. Ariki's. Ariki's is fucking horrified by what she's just seen. And attempting to push Brackeye away, she... She puts herself forward, running towards Brackeye and says, Out! Get away from us! We don't want you anymore! And she uses Thunder Wave to push Brackeye away. Sorry, how, how far up did you run up to her? To Brackeye? Like um, pretty close. Close enough. Close enough. Um, so you cast <laughs> Thunder Wave, is that? Yeah, that's right. Great. So, uh, Brackeye and Snatch, could you please roll a constitution save with a DC of 18? 12. Not a natural, but 20. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky's just blue Snatch away. <laughs> What's the damage? What's the damage, yeah? Uh, 2d, 2d8, so... 6, 2. 8 points of force damage, and then they also have to make a strength check to see if they're blown away. Yeah. And knocked prone. Ooh. I rolled a 1, but I'm lucky, apparently. It's the 4 still. Astrid uh, saving throw? Yeah. 20. Not natural, but... Uh, I just get blown into Brackeye. Yeah. <laughs> into Brackeye's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Snatch, you are blown uh, to the ground. You are now prone on the ground from the force of Ariki's uh, thunder wave. And Brackeye, he, he, you have a, a, Delicious a fun-sized <laughs> meal. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, but I throw it in there. Um, and nah, before you, um, <laughs> yeah, you threw it in. Um, before you is snatch prone on the ground, looking up at you, horrified, spattered in Alan's blood. On the inside, Brackeye is raging and and slamming against the sides of his psychosis, and uh, he attempts to take control, but he cannot. Meanwhile. Shape changer Wolf Brackeye is menacing slowly towards Snatch as he makes one of three attacks. No, Brackeye, no, no! That is a uh, 18. Yep. Followed by a 20. Yep. Followed by a uh, 17. Uh, yep. I guess we're resolving who in this party would beat all the other members. Told you we should never have made him a werewolf, guys. <laughs> Craig's shaking his head. Five plus seventeen is twenty-two. Six plus seventeen is twenty-three. Uh, that's eight. 
9 plus 17. 9 plus 17 is uh, 26. 26. At 45, so that's 60, 71. 71. Uh, yeah, snatches, uh, snatches on like minus 25. Yeah, so Brackeye, you start rimi- ripping snatch limb from limb. No, you ah! grab onto ah! one arm and it splits ah! and pops out of his uh, shoulder socket. You then smash him in the face with his own arm and then claw at his face and just eviscerate him. Blood and guts are flying everywhere. Brackeye turns and looks at Arikis. Arikis, could you please roll for me a wisdom saving throw? 19. 19, great. You look at this horrifying act in front of you, your three companions dead on the ground, completely torn to shreds, but you are still able to find some kind of strength within yourself not to be completely consumed in fear. You got one last chance, buddy. Um, Bet you wish you took fireball now. I did take... Song of Rest, putting you to sleep. I did take... Good boy, good um, boy. Immolate. Immolation. I might cast that. This is gonna burn. And, um... You start playing your lute, and you start playing a chord, and then you start strumming faster and faster and faster and faster and faster, and, faster and the reverberations, the, your pick in your hands starts to grow red hot and then flames start to burst from it and the sound waves reverberate so strong around Brackeye that he is then possibly consumed with flame and what's the the deal with it? Is 7d6? It, is it just no but he's got to save Oh you, you need to make a dex save I get advantage against dex save if it's something I can see Yep it's a, it's a spell effect that you can see That is an 18 on my dex save You got a dc 18 that's right, yeah. Bugger. You start strumming the chords faster and faster as Brackeye slowly walks towards you. This, the reverberation of the sound waves pressing against him. And Ariki's face turns to just fear. Finally defeated. Brackeye leaps at Ariki's and just from the point in which he leapt from a burst of fire that he just escapes. His tail gets a little bit singed, but not too badly. And he makes some attacks on Arikis. 22 for the first attack. That hits. 18. Hits. 21. Hits. 12, no, sorry, yeah, 12 plus 17, so that's um, 29. And that is um, 10 plus 17, another 27. And then another 10, another 27 on top of that. 56 plus 27. 83. Um, uh, so, wait, 83? Yep. I am dead. <laughs> um... Brackeye, oh, you... I've only got 82, so... Yeah. Yeah, dead. You once again 
you lumber up towards Ariki's, the fear in her eyes, and you see tears start to stream down her face as she realizes her impending doom, and you grab her by the throat. I suppose it was only a matter of time. You punch straight through her stomach, your fist poking out the back of her. You grab her spine and snap it, and then you break her body over your knee. You then continue to feast on the flesh of your friends, and deep within yourself, the real Brackeye, my friends, not them, please, no, no, I curse the day I was ever bitten, oh God. As you all come crawling out of the tunnel, you find yourselves on the second layer of hell. Peaked mountains ring the land and as you look up towards the sky it's like a fisheye lens it seems distorted all the mountain ridges reach up towards the center and in the very center of your vision an enormous tower like a cat's eye pupil raising up in front of you The whole sky looks like one giant evil eye. And at the center, the iron tower of Dis. Brekka looks at his companions like sheepishly and fearfully and he's very shell-shocked. I really need a hug. Don't touch me. Don't come near me. Don't come near me. I don't want to speak to you right now. I don't say this very often, but I I love you guys. Yep. Yeah. You too, Snatch. I love you too. And that's where we'll end the game. Thanks for joining us on an emotional roller coaster. Dice Paper Roll, Book 2, Chapter 20. Whew. Fitting that it was 20. Need a real hug. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you tune in for the lols and we fucking got you this time, didn't we? <laughs> Thanks again for joining us. We'll, um, we'll see you in a fortnight for more Adventures of the Tight Five. Take care of yourself and hug your mum and, you know. Look at the things in your life that matter because it's not just material possessions, it's your friends. And don't bite them. Just don't do that. Don't bite them. Don't Unless bite it's friends. in a consensual kind of sure. way. Yeah. 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 Fringy. And definitely don't eat them. Yeah, that. Unless Even, it's in a consensual well, kind of <laughs> <laughs> That one's going to get cut. Yeah. <laughs> There's one listener that was considering. I might eat. I, I think I might eat Barry tonight. Oh, oh, th- <laughs> okay. Thanks for reminding me, Amelia. Yeah. All our cannibal friends out there, yeah. just say yeah. no. <laughs> well, 
Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. And we'll see you next fortnight for another rollicking episode of Dice Paper Roll. Hey, don't miss the dissection for this one. It's going to be real good. Yeah. Bye. Scarred. Yeah, it's a dissection. Fuck you, Danny. Jesus yeah, fuck Christ. You, Danny. Uh, so welcome back to the uh, loose ten, 10 with, with the type, type five. five. You fucking <laughs> wasted my time, motherfucker. Answer for yourself, because I'm gonna do a fucking live show after this shit. True. I know. I'm sorry. This may have been like a little bit of a downer and that kind of thing. Um, oh. What? What, what gave you that game? impression? What downer? Yeah. What? Yeah. what happened? Maybe the murder of all the friends. And- <laughs> Yeah, I know. Plumbing it was an emotional wind. roller coaster, but like, there was so much beautiful fucking role play. Like, yes, yeah. it was fucking difficult at times. And that's what I wanted to fucking bring out. I know that it's like, okay, now I'm starting to feel a little bit guilty about this. <laughs> don't, don't. Because. Good. Now no. you know how we feel. It's like, I wanted to bring the fear of our characters out, and that is going to be a confronting kind of thing. Yes, um, I'm sorry for that. I didn't mean to. Oh, no, no, come on, that was superb. That we, was like one of the best episodes yet. There yeah. were so many times when we were sitting there, like when I can't even remember the bits now, but someone would say something and just having to hold back. The laughter, not because it's in a fucked up situation, but just yeah, like uh, um, Alan and Mummy. Fuck that! Those interactions always get me. Yeah, I always uh, tear up from laughter. Also, having to kill your mum over and over again, like obviously brutal, difficult uh, episode to do, but very good episode. Mm. Yeah, I gave you the Daniel. trolley problem. I yes. gave you yeah. the trolley problem. Thank you, Daniel. Trolley problem. As yeah, as the <laughs> protector. And then you not being able to protect everyone. That's what you got. We can't go forging into the depths of hell and not expect some fucked up shit. Yeah. So I think Would you say not to confront some demons? Well, yeah, devils. Exactly. Oh, all right. Just a fucking metaphor. (laughs) You piece of shit. (laughs) Oh, I think, um, I think actually. That was an amazing episode, but I think this is going to be a really short dissection because everybody actually needs a real life hug after yeah. that episode. Yeah. 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 And our listeners might need one too, but hopefully they know we were having fun doing that just then. Oh, no. I, I was having so much fun. Yeah. I, I really love... Uh, I Like, I love that our podcast allows us to be happy and joyful and funny and crack jokes and stuff, but... Um, there's also like a lot of satisfaction in in ha- having to perform a different emotion mm. for the podcast as well. I, I think um, it, it's nice to add a little bit of contrast and uh, a bit of drama, a bit drama, of deep role play. I rather like the drama in the show, actually. There was a couple of uh, deep cuts in there. There was something that happened at one point. I can't even remember now. There was so many things that were going yeah, on. Yeah, the rats. I called the rats. The rats when, yeah. the, when it was with Thandor and that kind of thing. Yeah, that was like bringing that up again. I was like, oh, fuck, that hurt. Mm. You know? 
Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I apologize if it did get uh, a little bit. Get out of here. But like, oh, I apologize for running an amazing game. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm the sorry best I affected DM. you. Sorry oh. you came here chained. <laughs> sorry I'm going to run all of book three. Sorry I took you on a whole wild journey and made you feel shit. Yeah. <laughs> What do you think, listeners? Tweet at us and tell us, should Danny do all of book three? Yes. Hashtag 20 levels. Uh, tell us, did Brack Eye rip your heart out too? Oh, man. Yeah. He literally ripped mine out. Mm-hmm. No, he yeah. ripped your spine out. Yeah. I love that he hit me with my own arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that my... Proper name finally came out. I didn't yeah, think that was what? ever, ever going to happen. What yeah. the fuck? Nah, I'd been I like... was genuinely pissed off about that. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, I was like, oh, fuck. That How came, dare you that keep that to out, yourself? That, that was in our character creation. That was before we even played our first game of the podcast. Yeah, Betty's playing that, a long that one we recorded. Game, yeah. yeah. Like one that we recorded, which was six hours <laughs> of us being like drunk as fuck and just rambling we are going to release that at some, some point, point. So. you keep saying that well, i know which, danny's the one editing yeah, it so you know when he's work. done writing book three maybe he'll yeah <laughs> maybe we'll just release it unedited it's gross oh no, we're pretty wasted no. <laughs> yeah pretty, <laughs> and, and back on the blue yeti as well the blue yeti microphone classic. the blue yeti is a microphone classic not a type yeti. of drug just not so a classic know. yeti yeah. <laughs> we're back on the blue yeti yeah um, yeah, no, that was um, that's when that's when um, I couldn't remember snatch. Or I couldn't. I was trying to think of a character name, and um, I think it was you, Emil, said Pop and Crumple Snatch, and I was like, Oh mm. Jesus! I think we had I about a two week window there. Where we just made we were making up halfling names solidly. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, there were some um, good ones. Boff and Grumblebum, um, <laughs> Gambo Ab- Abero. Yeah. Um, what was the one you pulled out at the um, sidewalk game the other day? Bumpy crumple snatch. Crusty uh, no. crumple Crusty bumple nuts. Crusty crumple nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and then crusty bumple nuts. Yeah. That's where yeah. I got like, I think. I'll go in. No, no, you go. Did you guys remember that it was his name? Yep. All oh, right. I've, I, I had I, no memory of it yeah, at all. I knew it I knew. He was tossing between that and Hambo Wombalong, but he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that was the thing. Like, I was like, I know that, like, all right, well, with Snatch, there is an element to him that he hasn't revealed to the party that there is he's also interested in disguises and all this kind of thing BDSM and, and BDSM and is like an avid married at first sight a, a level of distance and then the whole stuff between Arikis and similarly with Brackeye like that kind of conflict within yourselves Alan not being able to protect everyone and Thandor, his anxieties and his, um, you know, insecurities. Like, it was just like, uh, I just saw the opportunity to have what would be each character's personal hell. If we're going to the hells, I wanted a personal hell episode. And no, it was cool. Yeah. So yeah, you're a real shit DM. I, f- I feel like I was, I feel like, um, Emil the player got out of it pretty easy though. I was like, when you, when you, were, I was like, so I was last. I was like, oh, fuck, what's going to happen? And it's like, ah. Oh. Combat. Okay, great. Mm. I kill my friends. Like that. Yes. Torturous. Yeah, you kill your friends. <laughs> all right, right, right. Yeah. Well, torturous emotionally for the character, met- but me personally, I didn't have to. Didn't have to feel shit. Yeah, I went. <laughs> I went pretty fucking easy on you, mate. Yeah. yeah, I tried to. I tried to make it a little bit more real with my cutting words. Mm. Yep. Yep. I real really succeeded. Obviously. Sick, Kerry Marshburn. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, well, uh, should, right, we, guys, should well, we go and have a proper hug? Yeah, we need a hug. Um, so thanks for listening to the dice section with the tight five, a loose ten, and we will catch you in a fortnight. Bye. Grumble that shout. Out. Bubbles. Out. Goodbye. Out. You failed me. I didn't. I failed myself. Well, that part was assumed. But also us. Yeah, but this is me realising it now in the moment, which is important for character development in this strange thing that doesn't really feel like I'm actually an old man. Oh, well, I guess the Crumplesnatch family have served their narrative purpose. Time to go, gang. Fuck off, shall we? (laughs) We'll just go for some fish and chips, shall we, Satcho? It's all the Satcho, as always. Always thinking of yourself.